Welcome to Mundo! Welcome to the Mute All Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Flapjack Bill, alongside Colonel Kraken and Proxy Jack. We're here to talk mad shit about League, help the low elo plebs like our former selves climb, and generally entertain you. This is a safe space for feeders and scrubs. Now, mute all, and let's invade Red. Boys, we have so much to talk about today. I'm going to do my very best to keep us focused and on task, but it's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time. Um... Let's talk ranked real quick. Uh, well, let's 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 hit our man on the rift first, just no, briefly. No, no, just gold four. I'm gold four. I I got into gold two promos, but you're two or hour. three times, and then after zero forty bot lanes, getting iron players in my game. Literally, I'm in gold and I'm getting iron, not figuratively literally in iron elo but you're our gold player proxy it's true you're you you are the perennial everyone every every person that plays league is just a challenger player that just needs to put in the games oh my god shut the hell we're up we're all in no, no. no no <laughs> we're all in challenger we just need to put in the go hide on some other bush <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible take i'm, I'm refusing this right now well, we're off to we're off to a slow start we're, <laughs> off to a, we're off to a pretty backwards start here jesus christ all right so proxy's in gold four right now. That's all right. That's okay. It's it's still better than where I'm at, so it's it's same, fine. It's the uh, same thing. Where where are you at, Kraken? Uh, plat four, like, I mean, it was thirty LP before we had it. Before Draven, before Draven just 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 jettisoned out of the game. But Bro, that, that's fine. That game hurt me to watch. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's it's that's that's like an hour worth of playing. Like that's. Uh, I don't care. It's fine. Yeah. So platform still still representing our hiatus. I, I, I took a hiatus from ranked to play um to play Smurf, Ivern, and Bronze games and like Aramis and stuff. And um, it was really fun. I played a lot of Skarner Norms. And uh, <laughs> um yeah, jungle. I think jungle isn't as complicated as I think it's made out to be a lot. Okay. But also, Skarner is really bad right now, <laughs> and Ivern is really bad in bronze. So it's true. Yeah. But that's it's whatever. Yeah, I took a I took a break from ranked for like a week. I came back. Um, I had two sloppy sloppy games. Wait, no, wait, no. I actually played like a beast for like three games played like absolute trash for two and then had a really good game so not not super consistent but like it's fine i liked having that week off it was cool good uh kind of made me kind of made me want to climb to diamond because i'm like i don't know it was a good refresher to just not play it's fun that's excellent i'm glad you had that time off to to get your competitive We'll see. We'll see. It's whatever. I mean, you did like straight win streak your way through gold three and two, like extremely fast. So it could be done, maybe. Oh, boosted man. Oh yeah, that's boosted, right. Boosted. boosted winners. Boosted winners. Q and Chantermain garbage. Fair. Um. All right. For me, your your resident dumbass. Who can't <laughs> can't get out can't get out of silver um i'm actually in between in, in during the time between uh two weeks ago this is just, just a terrible way to start this sentence i'm gonna restart the sentence um over the course of 12 days i win streaked my way from silver three zero lp 
to silver one 100 LP. I am currently in the best of five to get into gold uh, with one win and one loss. The loss was what I want to spend a lot of time talking about because there were some really interesting things that I saw in that game. Um, and then the win was just a really nice Galio game that I felt good about. Um, but I played exclusively Anivia for this climb, um, except for one game where I got filled to jungle, picked Fiddlesticks, and Ty Proxy actually helped me stomp that game. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was really, really that's nice. Yeah, I think I think your Senna is the you you single handedly have changed my perception on that champion. I I used to think that it was literally the most worthless champion, but the way you play it has made it better to me. But I still cringe if people in my games that aren't you lock it in. So I like only four people in the world know how to play it. Three of them are pro players, and one of them's you. She's uh, like a, she has like an S laning phase and like a B team fight that kind of brings her to like an A, I think. Seems fair. I mean, I don't play yeah. it, but that it seems kind of like what it is. That but... lane phase, that lane phase on Senna is ridiculous. It's a lot of like if you can just auto attack from a distance. Yeah. Well, the raw the raw numbers. She just does so much like raw raw damage and raw healing like mm -hmm. on the health bar like um i like her team fights like kind of cool i think there's supports that have more team fight presence but their landing phase aren't isn't as great yeah um, i mean across across I, I don't this, know. Uh, across this this like win streak that i went on i had actually uh a long list of very interesting supports and the most consistent was actually proxy playing Senna on my team for three three games straight, and we stomped all three. Uh, then he did it again a little later for another win on that fiddle six game, which was really nice. Because on, on Senna, at worst, the lane goes even. Yeah, the, at thing, worst. the thing is that you just have to get the souls, and if you can get souls, you're going to start winning just from distance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, to beat Senna in lane, you have to do so much stuff on your end from support. And the thing is, like, engagers aren't even strong enough anymore to really do that. Yeah. Like, hey, I have a theory. This is kind of random interjecting. Okay. But if you... All right, so they're, they're bringing up... They're bringing up, like, Janna, Lulu, and Sona, right? Is that Riot's, like, backwards attempts to try to make ADCs feel like they have, like prevalence in the game <laughs> uh yeah uh, like, I'll, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll back that theory do, adcs have no uh have no agency all right who are the characters that make adcs feel like they're worth something janice sona soraka <laughs> I'll, I'll actually back that theory big time because frankly the only adcs that feel like they have prevalence in are my ADCs. games are Ezreal, who's a caster. Yeah. Caitlyn, because she has the range of a thousand miles. Uh, yeah. And Ash, because you can't lane bully Ash. Other than that, ADCs aren't real. Aphilios is a joke in silver. Don't lock it in or you're trolling. Uh, just, just, just don't. You're, you're not good. You're not good enough for that. You might be hot shit at Kogma, but you know what you have to do on Kogma? You have to click on the other guy. You don't have to think I about think, anything I else. I think Kogma's really strong. I think Kogma's yeah. strong, but he needs to be helped. Yeah, that's true. But wait, and then I'm the help. Yes, you're the help. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. We got off topic, but uh, yeah, so I went streaked my way uh, 13 games in a row, all victories. Uh, and then I had one, like, atrocious loss where we had... Oh my god, was this the Aphelios game? Yes, it was. Uh, we had a guy who was our support. He said, I got filled into support and I don't know how to do it. And no one else wrote anything in chat. And I'm not about to give up mid while I'm win streaking. And so he locks in Janna 
our ADC locks in Aphilios and dies 14 times in lane to it, the Janna Aphilios died a total of 26 times to a Morgana Twitch. The Twitch had 28 kills at the end of the game. And we just, we, the rest, like the top half of the map was going really well for like me, jungle, and top lane were all doing exceptionally well. And uh, eventually they just brought Twitch to my lane and made it so that I couldn't do exceptionally well anymore. And I just got crushed out of the game, which sucked. Weirdest, weirdest Twitch build I've seen that I didn't know was actually going to work was a Muramana build. Muramana? With Bork. Or, yeah, um, the Mana Moon. Oh, yeah, that, that's what this Twitch ran. He built, yeah. uh, he went tier first, which threw me. And then, like, his full build, he sold boots. Let me, let me tell you his full build. I mean, he had a gajillion gold, but his full build... Uh, left to right was Mortal Reminder, Infinity Edge, Phantom Dancer, Hurricane, Muramana, Infinity Edge again. So he built two Infinity Edges for fun. He had 75% crit chance? No, he had 100% crit chance with Muramana. So that's an, that's an extra ass load of damage. And then Mortal Reminder for sh shredding our top lane. He didn't have boots at the end of the game. And it didn't matter because as soon as he came out of his Q passive, he was running at a million miles an hour and no one could escape him anyways. So that, that game was uh, abysmal, but that game wasn't, it wasn't really all that important because I was still near the top of Silver 1 at the time. And then two more games where I did pretty well. And then I was in promos. And we played the first game I want to talk about uh, because of some interesting things I've seen that are involved, like my development as a player. Um, got a Nivea, but the runes from Blitz that got recommended changed from Phase Rush back to Electrocute. And I did pretty well when the recommended was to go Electrocute before, so I didn't <coughs> think too much of it. Uh, Not sponsored, guys, by the way, but Blitz, definitely helpful. Facts, Blitz.gg. Never mind that face check crap that Bunny Fufu talks about. Fellas! There's a reason why TK has your mind. runs it, even though <laughs> he likes his build. The thing that I like about what I like about Blitz, and no, we're not sponsored, is like Blitz doesn't tell you literally. Uh, I, th I have like the free Blitz or something. Do you? Yeah, it's oh, free. Yeah, no, there's not a page. Oh, it's free. It doesn't tell you everything, you know what I mean? Because like there's some there's some pregame programs, and I'm like I'm like, why does someone have someone else play the game for? You? Oh my gosh, I need to know if my top laner is a good CSer from ten to twenty minutes. It's like, <laughs> dude, just play the game and find out. Like, so you like that? You like uh, that the information share isn't all the way there? Yeah, it's like Blitz tells you, like importance like it, it tells you like all right these guys have like i i, w I just want to know win rates honestly like win rates and how many games do people have like that's like all you really need to know like yeah because i feel like you can tilt yourself too much because you'll you'll a lot of times tilt just comes from expectation oh yeah absolutely yeah it's like oh i expect this to happen it doesn't happen i'm tilted now so if you don't have a bunch of like, oh, oh, but yeah, but yeah, so Blitz. Yeah, it, so uh, it, it, changed, yeah. it changed up my runes, which I didn't think of anything of it at the time, but when I found out about it uh, earlier today, actually, it occurred to me that there were many times where I could have maybe gotten away from dying or from going into passive if I had had phase rush because of how quickly I can do three separate attacks and get the movement speed. Uh, and that just didn't happen. So it was, it was interesting to think about that uh, and how that could have affected the game. Um, but no, basically, here's, here's how this game goes. Um, first game of promos to gold. So I already, I expect to lose this best of five, honestly. I expect to lose it and then to win streak three games together and come back and get back into it with a free win and win into gold from there. Um, so I already have zero expectations, right? We get in, uh, 
my uh how the hell is that possible wait this is this is chaos naopgg is telling me that my support from that game was level 18. Huh. that's impossible like, how is that possible you can't play ranked at uh, level 18. that is literally factually impossible oh my god this account the... this account is level 18. What, what's the name of it or well actually don't Oh, I'm not going to... Yeah. Here, I'll drop the... I'll drop the... Uh, that, wait, this is chaos. This is, We're learning. We're learning new shit right now. Right, does Aaron Rodgers have help, or does he not have help? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is... Okay, uh, no, it's like, Key play so... level. No, sometimes I was I just saw it on Instagram just now, like because on Instagram, like people talk about like, oh, Aaron Rodgers' teammates has like these stats, or like, oh, he's the only running back, the only receiver. But yeah, Aaron they're Rodgers, level man, thirty. They are level thirty. They're level thirty. Because yeah. okay, OPGG I, has I, it at eighteen. Gained twelve levels since the flapjack played that game. It was grabbing, the, <laughs> so it looked like it was grabbing the API information, but it wasn't actually updating the account info. Oh. Weird. So okay. Backwards. Anyways, uh that's a sidebar. The basically we we get a uh, Heimerdinger top, so I'm like, "Ooh, I don't know about this." And it's against Renekton top, and I was like, "Ooh, I don't know about this." Um I got Anivia mid into Diana. We had Lee Sin versus Shaco for jungle, and I had the Lee Sin on my team. And then for bot lanes, we had Lulu Lucian on my team versus Morgana Zaya on the other team. Um, I think Zaya's stronger than Lucian right now, uh, but that's just a personal thing. I think it's a 50-50 it's a matchup either way, depending on how good the players are. Uh, let me tell you something about this Lucian. He's fucking bad, okay? This Lucian <laughs> is really bad. He goes, in, in lane phase, he dies seven times. He he goes zero seven during lane phase, uh, is down like forty five CS at the end of the game, something like that. Um, I stalemated mid for a little while, but their Shaco just started overwhelming our shit. And the 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 most important thing about this game was level one. So we load into the game, and one thing I heard in a podcast long long ago is when you load into a game the worst possible thing you can do is sit in fountain for the first 30 seconds of the game. Like, you went to get a cup of water or something, and you're AFK in the fountain. That's the worst thing you can possibly do. So, hey, it's mental health water I got, all right? Okay, all right. You, <laughs> never mind. Um, we load in, and Heimerdinger and... Lucian and Lee Sin are all sitting in the fountain. No items. It's only me and Lulu out on the map. I take up my usual spot uh, defending blue buff from invades. Uh, and then Lee Sin gets in, and then Heimerdinger gets in. They go towards red buff, uh, and we're top half of the map. So they're over there. And then Lucian gets in, and he also goes over near red buff. Uh, and stands near the raptor pit. And so I look up there with my screen to go, hey, what the hell is he doing up there? That's weird. And as I move my screen up, I see four people on the enemy team walk directly into Lee Sin. And he is sitting in the brush, doing nothing. He is doing like a dance emote spam or something he's not paying attention because as soon as i saw them on the map he didn't do anything and then as soon as they were on him he didn't do anything and then after they started beating the shit out of him he like flashed and tried to get away we burned a couple of their flashes but i i'm anivia so i can't move that fast up there to help so we go down o2 the Lucian also dies at level one. They get the red buff, right? Immediately after that, I'm shoving wave hard as I can because in my mind, I saw Diana. She didn't get a kill. 
my best move to get myself ahead and aggressive in this game is going to be to crush the lane as fast as I can to force her to lose CS and experience. Um, I get all six minions off the first wave, and she gets like four. And then Lee Sin, after dying and losing his red buff, decides he's going to like have the biggest nuts in the world rolls up to the enemy uh the enemy blue buff he rolls up to the enemy blue where they are all still level one and he just goes in like he's gonna chat it up and take the buff so he goes in our top laner roams down to do this fight the enemy mid moves before i do and I made a conscious choice, something I wouldn't have thought to do like a month ago. I made the conscious choice to kill one more minion before I moved so that I would get to the fight and have level two. And as long as my teammates didn't die uh, before I got there, I would have the level advantage in the fight over the Diana for sure. So sure enough, I get to the fight right as Lee Sin goes down, but he doesn't get killed by the Diana, so she's still level one. And they're all, like, flashing all over the place, igniting, doing all this, like, aggro shit to get ahead. I come in and just play cleanup crew, and I get two kills, level one, and now I'm Mr. Lane Bully. Which was great, until Shaco just started farming our bot lane. And he just kept doing it. And then he would go into our jungle and farm our jungler. He wasn't even farming camps. He was just farming champions. It was horrible. He went 13-1. and one and just rinsed us, and bot lane, like, sucked ass, and top kept getting solo killed by the Renekton, until eventually he started killing the Renekton back, and it's really sad, because the Renekton built two items by the end of the game, and the Heimerdinger only had one, and he went for Rylai's first, instead of uh, Luden's, and the Ludens would have been better, in my opinion. A little more damage. For his uh, combos. But that was uh, that was the first game of promos. I knew it was going to be bad. Just I didn't even need to see draft or anything. I just knew because it's promos, it's going to be bad. Whatever, whatever. Uh, then I had a game of Galio, and that went swimmingly. So now that we've wasted 20 minutes of the podcast talking about me and all my fucking problems... Um, don't worry, we all know you're a problem. Yes, it was definitely my brilliant strat to get level two before the enemy mid laner before the team fight at uh through that game. I, mean, I think we we talked about it before. Like it's level what you can, big. It's what it's what you can. You, all you can really do is just what you can do in in the time. Like you don't like any given with any given play. Like you just kind of just have to make your best judgment. And if everything else kind of goes belly up around you, then like, okay, that sucks. And then you just sort of just try to make the good judgment call next time. Like, yeah. Like, that's why I kind of cringe whenever I see like clickbait. I mean, clickbait's clickbait, duh, and that's a topic for a different time. But when it's like, oh, do this one thing and like it will win you games. And it's just like, you can do that and lose. You can go 20 and 0 and lose a game. Like, yeah, you forgot about all the other things you have to do in order to win. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, and the, the thing is, it's you keep trying to, you keep doing it until it, of uh, until eventually you, the scale gets tipped. And I think this is going to go into our larger kind of like more abstract discussion later on in the cast where we're talking about like the true balance in the of the game and like what it actually means to win it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I think like, like I think like coaching, like coaching is definitely a thing. Skill is definitely a thing, but skill, coaching, game know-how, mechanics doesn't mean you'll never lose. Like C, like C nine lost today. By by no means is evil. Who beat them? Hundred. Was it Hundred Thieves? Hundred Thieves, yeah. Yeah, it was Hundred Thieves. Hundred Thieves is not better than C9 in any facet of the game. Period. To suggest otherwise is 
I think, kind of delusional. Like, Hunter Thieves is not better than C9. Mm -hmm. I'd agree. And, but C9 lost anyway. And I think what's, and I was thinking about this, I was, I was looking at, like, a lot of sports content today, because, like, I don't know, sports are, like, slowly coming back. Mm -hmm. But, like, a lot of it, a lot of the times with sports, like, it's not as absolute as it seems. Even in a video game where everything's, like, controlled down to the frame and down to, like, the, down to, like, the, like, the kilobyte of data, it still doesn't, so long as there's human beings clicking on the keyboard, like, it's, it doesn't mean it's going to go right every time. Like, True. yeah. Uh, and, and an IT uh, kind of joke, the uh, issues between the uh, desk and the computer. <laughs> or the, uh, com the keyboard and the uh, chair. <laughs> We're the problem. Dude, robot overload it, man. Robot overload it. Yeah, man. Just See, like, unfortunately, I just illustrated that point in a whole different facet. But yeah. Yeah, bro. I think it's like it's a fine I mean obviously like you're climbing to gold and by the time you get to gold, like you won't really I think like by the, when you actually like break into a certain tier like that you wanted to be in or like you rank up, you like don't care that it took you that long to get there. Oh like, yeah, absolutely. It sort of just it all just sort of just fades back. Like when you like you've been promoted to, it's like great, yay, I'm Gold three, and I only care about my wins and all those losses. I'm totally fine with because I made it here at this point anyway. Um, but that sucks. But I mean, what you have to win your yeah you're in like a what a best of three now? Uh, best of five, you mean? I'm in a best yeah. of five, but I'm one and one, so yeah, it's, it's a best of three. One, so yeah, yeah, it's. I get to win two out of those three. Yeah, but. Man. So, Kraken and I were talking earlier. We, we talk almost exclusively about League, which is what our friendship has been reduced to now that we no longer live together. Um, <laughs> <laughs> before, before that, it was League and Dr. Pepper. That was what our friendship consisted of. Uh, yeah, man, we, we lost the... Yeah, dude. We lost, we lost the sauce. It's, uh, it's not hydrated anymore. Not <laughs> So it makes you like less hydrated or something. I don't oh, yeah, know. Sometimes for me, like the sugar, it kind of it's kind of replenishing. Blood sugar is like way low. You're like, oh god. I remember you would you would come back from a like I'd a, come back a, from working out a nine you'd come back from a <laughs> nine mile Dr. run, Pepper. sweaty as shit, with your short shorts <laughs> no, and your tank top, and you pull a Dr Pepper out of the mini fridge and just <laughs> down it in one go, like an animal. Like, <laughs> see, like, just, I saw I saw these guys that were riding from um I was in like Death Valley once. There's these dudes riding from Vegas to LA. Mm. Um and they would they stopped at the gas station and they were buying C Sierra Mist. I was like, why are you buying Sierra Mist? And you're like, oh it's just like the it's just like the sugar, I guess. And I think at that point it doesn't really matter if it's like Gatorade or like Dr. Pepper. I think you just need just something to go on. But I don't know. I'm not a nutritionist. Don't listen to me or else you're like, die. <laughs> right. So now that we're dying, uh, Kraken and I have been talking about uh, a theory. And the theory is, uh, well, there's a couple theories. But the first one here is that Riot is the Joker. And we, as the player base, are Harvey uh, Dent. Here we go again. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> What's happening to you? No, I'm talking about the Harvey Dent. Oh, right? yeah. No, we're about to go off on this. Oh, Let me tell you. Oh, okay. All right. So so I had this epiphany today, mm -hmm. and I, like, ascended. <laughs> and I had a moment of clarity. It's cause of, have you noticed, like, when you're, like, really sleep, you're, like, sleeping, like, and, like, food-deprived, and you haven't eaten in, like, 20 hours, you just, you just, you just get more woke? Or maybe you're just going crazy and you think you're woke? This thing. <laughs> Like, with like, it's like, it's like, it's like when you're like, you think that like you're being really smart, but but then you go back and listen to a video of yourself talking, you're like, wow, this is stupid. So yeah, that was like me this morning. I was like, I was thinking, uh, I was, I was thinking like, wait a minute, everyone's complaining that the game is 50-50, right? But 
isn't that technically balanced? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait a minute. Riot. Okay, so Riot. Riot so, Games. So, so wait, wait, wait. That would make Riot Games Harvey did. Because if it's 50 50, no, okay, okay. This is what I'm. Well, the, that, that, wasn't, that, wasn't, that wasn't Harvey Dent's original <laughs> idea. That wasn't Harvey Dent's original okay. worldview. The Joker twisted Harvey Dent's perspective on the. or perception of reality. It depends on the story, but. Yeah, all right. So what it is is. So the players want the game to be balanced, right? And then so Riot, in their like backwards logic, the way that they do things, they're like, okay, we've made the game balanced now, and we made the game complete chaos where no one can really win and no one can really lose, and it's just madness. And is well, the thing about chaos is it's fair, and it's like, <laughs> it's like, in some ways they're right, or like in some ways they're like. Like or like they they like syndromed it where they're like and when everyone's heart stuck, no one will be like you know what I mean. <laughs> it's like hey, we want a balanced game where like everyone feels like they have a chance to win. Every role feels like they have a chance to win, but they left out the based on skill part, and they're like, all right, every game is a coin flip, fifty fifty. And I think on a subjective level, it's like technically, yeah, it's fair in the way that flipping a coin is fair, but a skill-expressive game shouldn't be a coin flip, and I think that's what the players are trying... That's what the players are trying to get get to riot, but the problem is the system is already there that makes it hard for it to ever, like, really change. You know what I mean? So, yeah, so I feel like... So I feel like I give riot... Like hats off to you, right? You made a game that's like true that seems truly fifty fifty. However, for the people that are trying to win and go above fifty fifty, you made it frustratingly hard to tip that scale in the person's favor. Yeah. I mean we, we you can exemplify that in uh Proxy's current predicament. He goes he goes and hard stomps his way straight up to gold two promos, right? Yeah. And then, like you said at the top of the cast, dumps three hundred LP in four days. That is chaos. That's crazy. That's a yeah. that's that's and a crazy a, amount a of coin flips. Twi- in a weird twisted sense, this is I mean like what if Riot was like was like a comic villain, he'd be like Easy come, easy go, Padawan, Proxy Jack, or like I, I don't know, <laughs> like that's what he would say in his villain monologue. Yeah, it'd, it'd be like, it'd be like, why did I climb all this way just to get knocked back down? And then Riot would be something like balance, though, <laughs> or like, like, but <laughs> like, it's like Thanos, you know, like yeah. where it's like it's like perfectly balanced as all things should be. Like you get to gold, you get to silver one, you go back to silver four, then you go back to silver one. And... Uh, it's just yeah. this, that's the story of me and Proxy seasons right now. Yeah. Or did, did you guys watch the old the old Alice in Wonderland, the cartoon one? Uh, like, wait. Yeah, okay. like the you Disney gotta be classic. Very specific. There's so many different old ones. The the one the one that's the original well known Disney one yeah yeah that one yeah, not the yeah. not like the porno but <laughs> uh, there was a there was a porno that I had to write a paper on and it's like in the seventies but I actually did it for a friend uh, I was going way farther back in time than any oh, of that but okay oh okay no okay so the one that everyone knows about. And there's the part the, like the jolly caucus race part and all of the birds are like running around in a circle to get dry and then like and the water is constantly coming that's idea that's riot's idea of balance we're like but they're all in the same playing field together and it's like but they're all wasting their time like (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's what it feels Um, like like when 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 i bitched about it a million times but i'll bitch about it again real quick it's it's the they've just lumped the smurf problem into that whole scenario where 
they're not going to bump the Smurfs out of the low elo where they want to be. They're locking the Smurfs into the low elo where they want to be so that they have a free playground to stomp kids and fuck up our games. Like, that's backwards. I think it 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 extends even past the Smurfs. I think it, I think it, it, that's even, you can even see that in like, in matchmaking and like champ balance, sort of, where it's like, why does, why does every, you know what I mean? It's like, it seems like nothing is, it seems like nothing really is that, it's like, oh, I'm going to play to the meta as hard as I can to, and like, that should win me games, right? Just for the meta to change in a couple of weeks, or just mm. for something to, or like, even if I, even if I play this as meta as possible, A, the game gets boring, and B, those uncontrollable things still come back to keep you kind of where you are relatively anyway you know what i mean mm-hmm. it feels like like it's almost like going into a and this kind of leads into another weird weird analogy is that it's like it's it's like going into a casino and expecting to get a 60 win rate you know what i mean where it's like no it's a casino you're it's designed to not it's designed to not be like conquerable you know what i mean yeah and i feel like when people say like oh league is dying i don't think league's dying it's just it's becoming more and more like a everyone wins but also no one loses casino kind of world where it's like yeah some people are going to get lucky some people are going to get unlucky but at the end of the day no one's really there to have a 70 win rate you're there to just win 50 50 and maybe just have some fun along the way you know what i mean and for a competitive game that doesn't feel good like you know what i mean no absolutely yeah uh it's like that like yeah i'm 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 gonna go on this idea because you you just popped it into my head and that sucks that sucks for for a player base that has a ton of ego and for a video game that's like oh this is the most competitive game in the world we have a big esports thing this is skill expressive this is strategic warband yazuo level 7 it's like that's really it's really bad for that kind of culture and mindset to sit down to a slot machine where they have no skill and they have no agency imagine that like Imagine Tyler One playing slots, dude. Imagine TF Blade or Hishijin <laughs> playing a slot machine. Like, Slow down! Stop spinning! Oh my god! I mean, well, you see I that. Just a fraction it. of it. Yeah, you see that in the streams. They're like, oh my gosh, this game is chance based. And it's like, yeah, it's becoming more and more casino y. The problem is, and this is how Riot will always win the argument, is that. Like the Joker, it is it a coin flip is fair. Yep, it is. It's fair. I think. I think like, ultimately, one of the uh, it's probably it, if if it is a goal of riots to make the the player base have as close to a fifty percent win rate as possible. If that like if that was one of their goals, they would never admit I think, it publicly. I, I think it is. I oh I agree uh, I I believe uh, it is it is yeah because I if if you were to look at like broad strokes I'm I'm sh- I wonder if there's a stat I'm actually gonna look I'm gonna look on League of Graphs because that has NA, NA stats uh, and we all know that I love them uh, I'm actually gonna look and see what if if there's a way for me to find that sort of uh, win rate win stats there might be actually. Uh, let's just plug in gold for fun. Um, gold for fun. <laughs> I think. I think they want it to be a fifty percent game. But if you if you were to go to League of Grass right now and go to the win stats, switch it to gold plus for all regions, all durations. There's like there's certain things within the game that appear to give you a significant percent advantage like yeah the win rate uh of getting first blood 
uh, in solo and duo is 59%. So if the game starts level if one... one every single game, you'll have a 59 one rate. <laughs> oh, yeah, if you play 100 games. If you play 1,000 games and you get first blood every single time... You'll climb like a motherfucker is what you'll do. Just 1,000 games of Blitzcrank, dude. Yeah. Just run in and get even, first blood. <laughs> even better... The percent win rate after first Rift Herald, 61 to 62%. The percent win rate after first Baron, 83%. Why not play Jung? Uh, Why not? Because it's hard! <laughs> no. Bro, it, the, the people who want to play jungle are the people who are like, I can fit Ivern into this comp. Hey man, uh, <laughs> just having a little fun, all right. <laughs> hey man, no, that that that's that's a bit mean because I know you like Ivern, but the, no, I think the the craziest thing that I've seen this entire season has been that when I queue for jungle on like a Smurf or for a Norm or something, uh, I instantly get matches. Uh, it used to be back when they first introduced positional queue. It used to be support was the role that got short. Like shortchanged. Yeah, I know it's bot and yeah, uh, jungle. Yeah, it's it's crazy. You if you I, there there have been times where I've duoed with Kraken and I'll queue top and he queues jungle and we instantly get a game. There is no wait at all. We queue and then we have a match. That is that's almost, crazy. No one wants to play those roles. No, and that that I think is the current issue. Uh, with the whole Riot wants the game to be 50-50 conspiracy that we're working with. Uh, <laughs> if, it's a if, conspiracy if, theory episode. If they, if they want the game to be truly 50-50 coin flip every game, then they need to balance the roles that no one likes because when you play the role that no one likes, <clears throat> you don't have that 50% chance unless it's your main. Like, if I queue up to play jungle, I think I have, like, a 45 win rate on jungle, and I'm bad. So that doesn't really say a lot, but it's not, it's not true 50-50. There's a tiny bit of skill expression involved and game knowledge. I think game knowledge is actually more important than skill expression at our ELO, yeah. anyways. I don't give a fuck if you have this. I don't give a fuck if you have the sexiest Yasuo on the planet. If I know more about where I need to go, I will beat you with any champion. Man, that puts a hole in my theory that I was talking about. (laughs) But well, no, it's it's good that we put holes in each other's theories. It's important. (laughs) Well, I think. Uh. Well, if you have game knowledge, then you're with, you would you would do the thing that I was talking about. But I digress. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, but you're not a you're not a real jungler. No, I think I'm just not in real. theory. In theory, when I said, "Oh, why well, don't just play jungle?" is that the numbers? I feel like I feel like it's not a mutually exclusive thing where it's like only junglers can climb or only junglers have agency. Mm-hmm. It's just if you were to pick. The most important in a in a in a in a non-com solo queue game, the 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 role that's the most important is probably jungle. Yes, I would it's agree. Probably, it's probably that's the least slot machine role, and that's the most Texas Hold'em blackjack role. Mm-hmm. Still chance based, but not complete. But like, there's some type of skill expression where if you are are skill expressive enough, over time you're gonna win. It's like I had a bro. I had a. Uh, I, I had. <laughs> he's still. He's still alive. Well, but it's, I, I, I have a brother, and, and he was a car. He was like a card dealer at a casino, and he was a really great card player. And so, like, he'll come over and we'll like play cards. And some of us will have no idea what we're doing, and we c- will win like one or two games. But if we played twenty games, he's gonna win twelve of them. Maybe not. Maybe not all of them. Just twelve of them. Like, um, like even Brady and Jordan don't win all their games. Yep. Like, <laughs> that's uh, true. I think. But, uh, 
I think you're absolutely right. And actually, the 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 card uh, allegory there really lends itself to my theory on playing the game with your brain on versus playing the game with your brain off. Because if if you were to if you were to sit down to a solo queue game and just just like phone it in, you know, you're not really paying as close attention. You're not sitting up straight. You're not. Like, oh, I play other games like that. Yeah. It, like it, when I play Team Fortress, when I play Overwatch, I'm not trying to win. I'm just having fun. I'm just picking characters. I'm just sort of running around. I'll play a spy and I'll just stand outside the spawn point, invisible, waiting for someone to come. Yeah. I don't care if I get two kills in 20 minutes. It was just funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, say say you take that that mentality. And you drop it into yeah. a solo queue game. That's effectively sitting down and playing slots, expecting yeah. to win. And that is fine if you're doing it alone. But surprise, league's a team game. You take that mentality and that uh, that sort of level and style of play and drop it into a, a solo queue game. You got four other people you are dragging down to casino hell with you. Like. Like my bronze ivern. Yes. I mean, that has a ninety. That has like a ninety KP. True. Just, just, just defending myself. True. <laughs> you, you, you are actually a really good ivern player. I'm just kidding. But, but yeah, but yeah if, you, if you go into the game and just meme it like that, like, like you're Draven, who you're Draven in the other game, who built Muramon a first item and then like died twice and jettisoned his ass out of the game. Like, that's slot machine gameplay. That is, yeah. coming into this game, you saw the build on T1 stream one time, and he popped off with it, and you were like, I can do that. I can do that. I'm, I can catch axes. I can do that. And then you get busted by somebody who's paying attention, and you're like, fuck it, I'm not playing the game anymore. And you leave? Bro. That's, that's playing the game with your brain off. If you play the game with your yeah. brain on, it's still a chance-based game, but instead of playing slots, you're playing blackjack, which is the only other casino game I actually know how to play. Yeah. That, it, I, that, personally, to me, is the game in the casino where the player holds the most agency over whether or not they win, and you still do not hold a 50-50 in that game. You have yeah. maybe 35, 40? The gripe that we're having with the gripe that the community is having with Riot is you're taking out the blackjack tables and you're putting in more slot machines. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's that's the real gripe we have is that it's like, it's not that we hate the whole thing. It's just we hate that it's slowly becoming more of just like a like a toss up, which. So yeah, and going back to the Joker. Is that it's like the Joker can say as much woke stuff as he wants to. At the end of the movie, the audience and Batman collectively still rejected what the Joker had to say anyway. Yep. Because deep, because deep down, we still don't want to accept it. As as cool as we think he is as a character, at the core of at the core of like the story and Batman, the audience is is never going to accept what the Joker has to say. Like, un unless if, yeah, so, and that's what makes the movie great. <laughs> yeah, so this is this has been the movie podcast. Oh, it's still, still, still League of Legends podcast, but, like, <laughs> that's what makes that movie so great. Um, yeah, it's a good movie. So. Oh, my God. All right, we've ranted about gambling and casinos and riot and conspiracy theories long enough let's talk briefly about last week's fucking fiasco of pro play and what we can expect out of next week um for those of you who don't know last week when i believe proxy was dead uh we did not do predictions so we looked at the rosters that were playing against each other and we went nah it's cut and dry straightforward simple fucking weekend of upsets ladies and gentlemen let me run you through what happened here get everyone caught up day one friday july 10th immortals versus dignitas they square off dignitas gets their first win of the split in a game where they were playing the other worst team in north america so congrats to them awesome <laughs> 
Really cool. Uh, next game, FlyQuest takes on 100 Thieves, who is worse than FlyQuest. And 100 Thieves takes the win in a game that I didn't watch and probably won't. Uh, next day, Saturday, July 11th, we got Evil Geniuses against Golden Guardians. EG did come out swinging, but it was a swing and a miss and a swing and a miss and a swing and a miss. And Golden Guardians just ran them the hell out of there through some witchcraft which I believe was putting Phoenix on Azir. Uh, and that... Is, is Phoenix on Golden Guardians? Or am I thinking of Dignitas? No, yeah, it's Phoenix on Golden Guardians. Okay. Yeah, so we got, like, sort of B-team Golden Guardians that took EG. Uh, then we had Cloud9 versus TSM, and Cloud9 won that, of course. Much to my chagrin. Uh, then we had Team Liquid versus CLG. Team Liquid takes the win. Those two games weren't really shockers. Uh, and then Dignitas plays FlyQuest. And Dignitas comes up aces for the week. Gets two wins. Dumps FlyQuest on their ass. Uh, muddies up the middle of the table teams. And has, after going like 0-2 for like four weeks, they put up a 2-0, which is really sweet. Really cool to see. Um, then we get to Sunday, the day where chaos happens. Game 1, TSM versus Immortals. This should be an easy TSM win. And, uh, they get the shit kicked out of them. They look like they were not focused at all, look like they weren't talking to each other. Their draft was awful, or at least I thought it was awful. Uh, and Immortals picked easy shit and played a good game. They were focused, it looked good, they played really well and won the game. So there's your first upset on day three. Next game, 100 Thieves versus Cloud9. 100 Thieves sets contracts loose. That man went off like a goddamn cannon, and he ran C9 down. C9 takes their first loss in a game where they didn't really look all that strong, but, you know, that's a one-off. I don't expect them to lose another game to a team with standings like 100 Thieves. Uh, but it was really cool to see. Uh, 100 Thieves recently shook up their roster pretty significantly, uh, dumped their support stunt, threw him into the wind, uh, upgraded their uh, academy support, who, shockingly, has only played League of Legends for about two years, and he is playing in the LCS. What a god this kid must be. Um, next game. Team Liquid takes on Golden Guardians and wins. That secures Team Liquid as the number two team in North America behind C9. It was definitely double lift that was the problem. So, you know, that's fun. And finally, CLG versus Evil Genius. CLG comes up and Pobelter does Pobelter things and smacks the shit out of Evil Geniuses, giving EG their first O2 of the split and tying CLG with Evil Geniuses as well as FlyQuest at 5-5 five and five for the first round robin of the split. Now, this has been the halfway point, which means starting now, all the teams are going to play each other again. Uh, so, we've got several roster shakeups that have happened. Um, Immortals has a hodgepodge roster. 100 Thieves has their academy jungle and support in. Uh... Evil Geniuses just made an announcement that they are benching Jizuke for the week, who is their mid laner. They signed Golden Glue for a one-week contract. Wow. I shit you not, they signed the only NA free agent mid that's had LCS stage experience before to a one-week contract. I read, I read the ESPN article about it. He's on a one-week contract with the potential to extend that contract should they choose to, which basically means if Golden Glue has a pop-off games this weekend, uh, they will extend his contract. Now, the important thing to note is by benching Jizuke and signing Golden Glue for the week, Golden Glue is an NA resident, which means you can now swap Huni in for Kumo in the top lane, which means this week we're going to get two world champions on Evil Geniuses as well as Golden Glue to hold things down in mid, 
and Svenskeren and Zazel. So that's going to be a very interesting roster like a to watch. Lot of swinging. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. Huni hasn't played a single LCS game since he was on Dig. Oh no, he played with Deftly. They swapped Bang and Kumo out for Deftly and him, and it, I think last split. And I don't remember if it went well or not. But yeah, so Huni's in. Uh, after this split, it's worth noting that Huni will become an NA resident, and so he will no longer take up an import slot, which is going to make Evil Genius' lives a hell of a lot better. Uh, so I don't actually think they're stressed out for this competitive year. Uh, they're they're going to have their shit unlocked next year. Um, lastly, TSM is sending Biofrost to Academy for the week, and they've upgraded Treats, which is interesting to me, personally, because I really like TSM a lot, and I like Biofrost a lot, but Treats is the, like, he's the god of support in Academy right now, so to see him on LCS stage will be pretty interesting. Hope he does well. Uh, let's talk about the next games for the week before we close out the podcast we can get predictions maybe i don't know if proxy's in a game right now are you in a game no no you want to do predictions sure i love you for it i'll run it down let's see what we got gotta give people a chance here to get into this google doc we're editing like this is a high school paper high school project that all three people are working on All right, first games of this week. We're looking at Friday, July 17th. We've got two games that are going to be actually pretty interesting matches given last week's fiasco. Uh, firstly, we've got TSM versus 100 Thieves, and then we've got Team Liquid versus Evil Geniuses. So we're going to see a lot of the roster swaps uh, slamming heads in the first two games of the week. And so hopefully turns out well. I'm actually going to assist in the editing of this. Speed. Hey, no, no, no. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, you were you already wrote in my prediction. I see. I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't mean to screw you over like that. Oh, that's oh, gee. I wonder who are you gonna root for, TSM or TSM? <laughs> oh man, don't do me like that. Yeah, of course I'm gonna root for TSM. Uh, do Timo's shrooms count as a ward? Timo shrooms, yes. Yeah, they provide oh, vision. That's why he's he plays fifty nine wards. <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking back at one of my games. What a stat. <laughs> what a what a beefed up stat! All right, let's let's look at this. Dragon, let, let me get your prediction on this. Do you got TSM or 100 Thieves for game one? Uh, TSM. Ooh, TSM. I don't think they're, they're going to be that bad for that long. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So across the board, we're looking at TSM against 100 Thieves. Even though 100 Thieves just pulled off the massive upset against Cloud Nine, could do it twice. Yeah, I know they're not going to do it twice. <laughs> uh, next up, we've got Team Liquid versus Evil Geniuses. How are we feeling on this one? TL. TL, okay. I'm going to go EG. Okay. Um, it's going to swing through. I mean, maybe. Yeah. I, I, want, I want Evil Geniuses to win, but I think TL is going to win, so my prediction is TL. Uh, I just don't. I, th I think Huni's probably out of shape against LCS players. And to have him go up against Impact is going to be a hell of a start. Uh, and I don't think Golden Glue is all that good. So him against Jensen, I see Jensen winning that one. Um, Golden Glue, more like Golden Poo. Hey oh, pretty sure you made oh. that joke before on this podcast. Oh. Uh, day two, Saturday, July eighteenth. We're looking at CLG versus Dignitas, Evil Geniuses versus Cloud Nine, FlyQuest versus TSM. And Golden Guardians versus Immortals. Game one, CLG versus Dignitas. Who we got? I'm locking in CLG on this one. Dig. Dig. Playing counter. Yeah, well, you gotta, you gotta pick like one upset every time. So honestly, I think, yeah, let's, let's go with Dig. Okay, okay. 
I'm in the minority. Something eventually, like <laughs> true, true. Uh, game two, we got Evil Geniuses versus Cloud Nine. Cloud Nine. Uh, yeah, Cloud I'm Nine. Go ahead and go with Cloud Nine on that one. I don't think uh... Cloud, Nine, Cloud Nine's gonna lose w once again at all at most. I agree. I think if uh, I don't know who it's gonna be, but I think Cloud Nine takes one more L this split. Whether it's in regular season or playoffs, I don't know yet. But I think they are going to lose another game. It's not going to be this one against Evil Geniuses, though. Next up, we got FlyQuest versus TSM. Let me guess. FlyQuest! FlyQuest, that's what I thought. Yeah, let's go with Fly. Ooh. Nice. Bold move. FlyQuest has been looking kind of shaky. But hey, what? TSM doesn't know how to play League of Legends right now. Uh, Golden Guardians versus Immortals. I'm gonna go ahead and put myself down for Golden Guardians on this one. I like the new Immortal squad. I think they're doing good things, but Golden Guardians has shown consistency, if anything. Gotta go Golden Guardians as well. What you got, Kraken? Not Golden Guardians. Immortals. Hey. <laughs> He's called them mortal before. Hopefully they won't be mortal this weekend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, day three. Sunday, July 19th, we've got 100 Thieves and Team Liquid starting out the day. I'm calling Team Liquid on that one. I hate to do it to 100 Thieves, though, because they're looking hot. But I think Team Liquid's got the edge. Go, TL. TL. Okay, okay. <laughs> Mr. Contrarian over here. Watch him fucking pick 100 Thieves, and 100 Thieves slaps the shit out of Liquid. Next up, we got Cloud9 versus FlyQuest. I think uh, it's probably going to be Cloud9 across the board. Am I right, boys? Yep. Yep. Next, got Immortals versus CLG. Middle of the pack rumpus over here. I'm looking at... Yeah, I'm thinking... I'm thinking CLG. I think Pobelter's gonna do Pobelter things. The proxy heavily debating. Will the Immortals reign supreme? Yeah, let's go Immortals. Alright. Wants to disagree with everything I see. I get it. I get it. I understand. Um, last game of the week. We're going to have Dignitas versus Golden Guardians. Going out with a banger. <laughs> awesome. Smackdown. Uh, Clash. Clash of the Titans. Legends Reunion. never die. Uh, I'm calling. The warriors who built this town are out tonight, boys. No, I'm gonna make a compilation of like of like bottom of like bottom two teams from like each region, just set to like warriors and uh, <laughs> and like the orchestral theme. It's just blaring of them, just like I don't know, like hiccups. Oh my like, god, all their fucking bass races. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm calling uh, I'm calling Golden Guardians on this one just because I like Hanser. Uh, I I don't actually know who's gonna win that one, but I I, I think Golden Guardians. No, let's go with Golden Guardians, because I already called it a Dignitas upset, so... Alright. This is going to be a very interesting week. We'll have to tune in next week to see how we fared in this week's predictions. Uh, last time we did this, Proxy was the winner, uh, with eight correct oh. predictions. I came right behind with seven, and Kraken pulled up last with five. I might not know anything about LCS. But you are <laughs> in Platinum. And that makes you good. So. <laughs> I've made plat, but at what cost? At what cost? You don't know anything about LCS. It feels bad. Uh, you do know two things. It's that Cloud9 is going to stomp the shit out of everybody at Worlds. And this has been episode 28 of the Mute All Chat podcast. We will be back next week with yet another banger of an episode. Hashtag uh, live evil. Uh, I still don't think Still didn't get to rant about about Packers fans. But... No, no, we're we're gonna make a new podcast where we talk about 
only things that we Packers rant about. And, <laughs> yeah, it's a whole podcast dedicated to Packers fans. Uh, I, I don't even know any. So, my wife. Your your wife. I well, I, damn, you proved me wrong. I do know your wife. Well, all right. I guess we'll just take all the steam out of the sails of the outro. <laughs> <laughs> this has been episode twenty-eight from the boys. We love you. Good night. Well, that was swell. That's gotta sting.